0: I love when I get to do an activity that not only requires my learners to critically think about what they've learned, but it also allows for them to practice the skill. And when they're doing that, they're doing a verbal discussion with that, which is really helping them to change their attitude. I'm Becky Pike Pluth with the Bob Pike Group. And this creative tip is KSAs, Knowledge, Skills, Attitudes. What are some learning methods? And to what do they teach? And when I say to what meaning, does it teach to a knowledge, a skill, or an attitude? Of course, I've mentioned Benjamin Bloom and his taxonomy. I really like the one that recently has been done in the last few years. Some of his followers have updated, and I would encourage you to Google Bloom's taxonomy um, or Bloom's new taxonomy. It will help you better understand KSAs. But knowledge, skills, and attitudes, what are some learning methods that you could use, and to, to what does it teach? So let's take a look at this. If you're doing a lecturette, remember, Bob Pike group lecture if you must never for more than 10 minutes and you'll notice that online it's less than 5 minutes, microlearning it's going to be 5 minutes or less as well. A lecturette is going to be what? Is it a knowledge, a skill or an attitude that it's teaching to? If you guess knowledge, you're right. What about a debate? Knowledge, skill or attitude? If you said knowledge and attitude, you are correct because a debate requires for us to change or modify our viewpoint. A group discussion, I know this one gets used an awful lot in classrooms, sometimes overused. Group discussions can change skill and attitude. A panel discussion is knowledge and attitude. What about a group brainstorming a concept that's hitting mostly on the knowledge level? Some say a case study. I have a lot of clients that use case studies. The beauty of this one is it hits all three, knowledge, skill, and attitude. Practical application. This is like a role play. That is going to get to the skill and the attitude of the person. And you'll notice that many of the ones I've just shared also hit on the attitude. Attitudinal objectives are the most difficult to write, but they also really ensure that that person is going to do something different once they leave your classroom. So attitude is really important. A, a demonstration or a demonstration with pa- practice, independent study and field trips, a video, those are all getting to the knowledge level, but not really to a skill level or attitude level. So consider using those, but not as often as one that might hit on multiple KSAs. A simulation, a game, or exercise also hits all three, depending on what the exercise or structured experience might be. And then hands-on practice, actually going on the floor and doing something, whether you're in sales or um, in a call center. Perhaps you're in L&D for pharma or for insurance, Hands-on practice is typically going to be a skill. And then the final one that I want to mention is guided note-taking. Mostly note-taking of any sort, if you're using a workbook or something like that, is really hitting on the knowledge piece. However, it can become a skill if you have them design the notes themselves or design questions from the notes or things like that. So as you help people learn and better understand the knowledge pieces of what you're teaching, remember that skill and attitude are really critical as well. I'm Becky pike Pooth with the Bob Pike Group, and taking a look at all the different learning methods can really help you determine the knowledge, the skill, and the attitudes your learners will walk away with.